Warning. This podcast will challenge your thinking. Welcome to Business Problems Solved. In this podcast, we help you solve your business problems by providing real examples and practical approaches to make today better than yesterday. Introducing your host, the multi-sector, self-professed, most improved improvement person and qualified business problem solver, Lee Horton. Hey, it's Lee. Welcome to Business Problem Solved. Yes, I'm a little bit croakier than normal today. It's uh, it's probably to help, and it pro- will probably help with your ears not having to listen to the same monotonous drone that if you've listened to more than one episode, that you will be uh, maybe pleasantly uh, pleased that uh, there's a slightly different tone to the uh, to the Charlie twang today. Anyway, it's what I've got to deal with. Uh, and unfortunately, it's what you have to deal with uh, today as well. What I want to talk to you about, though, is um, as leaders and of, of both people and change, we are always um, trying to get people to do the right thing at the right time every time. Doing the right thing at the right time every time is our aim. Whether that is the processes that we lead the, the the people are working, um, whatever it is. But ultimately, that comes down to a personal choice as to whether the person or people that we want to do the right thing at the right time every time, whether they choose to do so. Our job is as, as leaders is to help them think about it enough to then hopefully do the right thing. And there's a whole host of ways that we can that we can that we can try to encourage that that behavior. We simply cannot just tell them. And hopefully that's not your go-to strategy, just telling people to do what they need to do. There are other ways that are more engaging that help us to help others do the right thing at the right time to um uh, every time. And and that's what I want to talk to you about today. So like if um if you think about somebody working a process they have they've either got to be really 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 well trained, um, so it just becomes habitual that they um, so like we've spoke about in the past, haven't we? When um, when I've been to a Toyota suppliers and you go into the dojo and they are repetitively learning the physical actions that the job requires. So they might be um, turning a knob on a um, on on a on a wall a particular way to help them be more comfortable um, doing what they need. Or they might be reaching into a box and picking out three screws at a time and practicing that habit um, and that behavior because that's what they want to do. They want people to be able to pick up three screws every single time um, so that it becomes automatic. But not everything we do is, is able to be automatic all of the time, especially if it requires some thinking. And if it requires some thinking then our aim is hopefully that people will make the right choice at the right time every time. And there's things we can do to influence. Um, a good number of months ago now, we spoke about PSE as, as the three main influencing strategies, which are using the person, uh, using social influence, and also using the environment to support it. So if we think about using the person, that's the what's in it for them, um, it's the um, and it's not just about the 
the facts, the figures, and, and and whatever it is that they need to do to to just go and and get them to do it. It's not just about the the I guess the telling them. Um, it's not just about the, the what's in it for them. We need to identify the the personal motivations of those people to get them to do it. And we we spoke of the other week as well about if we're wanting somebody to say yes to something, then what are they saying no to? Are they say they're saying um, no to the current level of control? They're saying no to the current level of knowledge, maybe the current experience, and understanding those those things can help you. Um, help you get a yes because you can understand what it is that they're they're saying no to and they're moving away from and i want you to think about pleasure and pain we spoke about pleasure and pain quite a bit in the past as well and and we always typically try to paint this picture of of pleasure the dream that we're trying to create the process and the place that we want people to work in but sometimes and, and often that where we are where we are where they are it might not feel too bad. So the leap from what you want them to get to do and where they are now might not be um, that much of a leap. But the pain that they will feel to change and to transition to that new world might far outweigh the the pain in the current process for them. So you may face some resistance because of... uh, the pain to change is probably it may be worse than the pain in the current situation. So this is all about using the person to um to to influence their behaviour. And remember, everybody will be approaching this differently. They will feel their own things and have their own thoughts and personal starting points. Purely painting the most positive picture of that future is not the way to influence everyone. So. We can't just use the person to influence social influence and, and I guess creating a sense of belonging and togetherness and that they're not alone is the is the second key to um influence. Does anybody else already do it or how can we demonstrate others already doing it? Is there an opportunity for, for you to role model the required behaviors being displayed? Because um, as humans we love to belong and naturally gravitate to the I guess, to, to the comfort of being with others as opposed to standing out alone. Marketeers are brilliant at this. They're brilliant at showing how others are doing it, how others are using it, how others are being it, and then also the dream of what it'll be like in the in the future if you if you if you are using this. They're painting that picture of the of the dream. So how can you show others or even demonstrate more yourself that the new place is the place? That, that you want to you want to try to get to but that's not and I guess social influence is only one part of the puzzle but the what and how we're communicated when when we need to do something is key to then what we do as humans you may have um, you may have stayed in a hotel or two in your time and you might have gone into the uh, into the bathroom and I think I may have, may have shared this story uh, in the past and, but you may have gone into the bathroom you might see a sign that says um, about reusing your towel more than once to to either to help the um, help the hotel save energy or to to save the environment, um, so that the the hotel there are trying to pull on your your heartstrings to try to get you to buy into and help the environment together, a sense of belonging. But they are also another strategy is they might say that uh, almost seventy five percent of guests reuse their towel more than once to help you realize that actually if you do reuse it 
you are more you're in you're in the greater population or they might take it a step further 75 percent of of hotel guests use the in who stay in that room use their towel more than once and it's just building that connection building that sense of belonging that actually you are part of that tribe part of that community part of of that group and and because that's what we that's what we seek seek out isn't it we, we don't like being alone very often we seek um, commonality we seek connection we seek belonging we want to be with other people and as humans we are that kind of that that group aren't we that that live together so there's the using the person the what's in it for them and and then are they moving towards pain moving away from pleasure uh, starting where are they starting from and what do we need to say to help them get to where they want to get to there's the there's the using the social aspect and at the point when at the point when they need to do something different are they doing uh, what can you help them prompt them with and that kind of leads on to the environment because because really the first two parts are like the person and the social are very much focused on the person themselves but using the environment to influence is looking wider and ensuring the whole environment is, is supportive of doing the right thing at the right time every time how often do we want to do something, but it may not actually be possible to do, or even the easiest thing to do physically or organisationally within within your business or team? Can we place things that prompt the right action at the right time without the need for remembering? The environment is not just physically created, though, because we spoke about culture quite a bit, but we think about the environment as just all the things that we can touch and see, but the conditions that we've created within our environments are also factors we need to consider. It's like the difference between people, trees, and the weather. They're all part of the environment. So we may, we need to we need to look at all of these elements to to really to 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 really try to influence the change that we that we want to try to try to change and get people to do the right thing at the right time every time. Do our measures support the behaviors we want or not? Do we find and recognize people doing the right thing as often as those doing the wrong thing and do we celebrate those things and, and and do people trust us if we want people to to do something different do they trust us with the change do they do they believe that we are doing that change for for the greater good so if you want people to do the right thing at the right time it's about getting people to think about what it is they're doing at the point when they want to do it and whether that's a an internal thing where you you're playing to the the what's in it for them, um, where you play into the the where we are moving from, or we're moving to a pleasurable state, or we're moving away from pain, and, and helping them say yes by understanding what they're saying no to, and and lessening the pain of the of the journey for them. Whether it's using the social aspect and and, and the social elements as well, and role modelling, creating a sense of belonging, and demonstrating that they are in the bigger population if they do do these things. And, and building that connection and using the the environment so making sure and helping making sure that it's easier to do the right thing than it is to do the wrong thing the more friction we build and friction can be in the form of um maybe a more difficult or challenging process friction can be in the internally in the thoughts in the in the in the minds as well well will i be standing out if i do this by myself and because uh, i want to belong we're reducing the friction and making it easier to do the right thing at the right time every time is is really part of of this this bigger picture. Do not just tell them 
do not just tell people to do something. There's so many more other things and strategies that you can do to help people do the right thing at the right time every time. And that, because that's the aim, isn't it? Because if we're leaders, we want everybody to be doing the right thing at the right time every time. We want our customers to be buying from us at the right time every time successfully. And we want, as, as leaders, our people to do the right thing at the right time every time. So how are you helping people do the right thing? So what is the right thing? Does everybody understand what the right thing is? And do they have the desire to do the right thing? Do they have the skills to be able to, to do the right thing and the right understanding of what good is and what it is that they need to do, a, a consistency and alignment with it? And do they have the confidence to do it? Does the environment confidently support them to do the right thing? So think about the personal stuff. Think about the social stuff. Think about the environmental stuff. Because all we're trying to do, all we're trying to do is get everybody to do the right thing at the right time every time. And if you can do that, then everybody's working together to achieve the goal that you want to do. So, yeah, so that's what I wanted to talk to you about today in my little uh, croaky voice. It is how can you help everybody do the right thing at the right time every time? And there are more things probably that you can do to help that. Don't just tell people and expect them to do it. Help them. Create the environment that's supportive of it. Create the narrative and the messaging that allows them to, to get the sense of belonging that they're in the, the greater population if they are doing the right thing at the right time every time. There's more that we can do. There's more that you can do to help create this. And if you can get everybody pointing in the right direction, doing the right thing at the right time every time, then you will achieve an, uh, your business targets, your business goals far quicker if everybody is moving forward together. Have an amazing week and we will chat again next. Thanks for listening to Business Problems Solved. You can contact Lee on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter by searching for Lee Horton, the business problem solver, or via visiting www.leehorton.com for more content and to solve your business problems. And remember, saying you know how to do it is not doing it.